Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Lexi and I are here, and we're about to talk about how to not hate Sunday mornings. Woohoo! <laughs> Hopefully, some of you out there are like, well, that's a weird title for a podcast, and you don't get it at all. I'm like, hopefully, that is the case. Um, and if so, yes. God has been very gracious to you. <laughs> if any of you out there are anything like us, there's just a lot of things to carry on Sunday mornings. I mean, that physically and metaphorically. Physically? <laughs> a lot of people to carry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Sunday. Do you ever notice like how many beverages go to church with you on Sunday mornings? Oh my know. gosh. Why is there so yeah. much? Brian literally won't let me buy water bottles anymore because he's just like, no. So, no. <laughs> okay. So we go pretty early on Sunday morning. So yeah, there's so sometimes we. like still a smoothie <clears throat> or some milk that's yeah. coming. <laughs> Um, and then we got to have the water bottles for all the members of the family because we're going to be there till like <laughs> afternoon. So, and then, um, usually Jared and I have a coffee or something. So there's just lots of liquids and people. And if you have a backpack, with quiet <laughs> activities, and there's just so many items. So anyway, how to not hate Sunday mornings. Should we start with our icebreaker? We should. We should. <laughs> okay. okay. This is a super easy one. So what's for dinner in your house tonight, Jordan? Okay. Um, what is for dinner in my house tonight is chicken fajitas. Ooh, I'm chicken. making that soon. Are you? Yeah. I have some chicken that I need to use and a lot of green peppers from the garden. So oh, perfect. in Southern Illinois, the gardens are still roaring. That's awesome. <laughs> it's October the 4th. Is it the 4th? Yeah, it's October the 4th here today. And today is the very first day that we have had highs in the 70s, which is abnormally warm. Didn't you say it was like 96 two days yesterday. ago or something? Yeah, oh yesterday it was 96 <laughs> degrees here. So I'm still, get, still getting like buckets of tomatoes and green peppers, which is cool. But this is the first year we've actually had a good garden. That's awesome. Yeah, you've yeah. had a lot of you have an overflow in abundance. Yes. I have tomato bushes at this point, taller <laughs> than ransom. Um, but yeah, we, this is the first year we've done the raised bed situation and it's mm -hmm. been good. So yeah. What do you have? So dinner? do you do cast iron skillet fajitas or do you do yeah. oven fajitas or what do you do? Okay. Um, I have done, I, I kind of like the sheet pan meals where you do, yeah. like you put um, green peppers and onions in your chicken. Mm-hmm just on a sheet pan, like pop it in the oven. But I, I'm kind of weird. And sometimes I don't want to use the oven because I feel like it makes the house hot. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah. And especially if it's still warm. Yep. Yeah. So I'll probably just do them in cast iron skillet. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, but I realized that I'm out of tortilla shells. So we may just Ooh. do like fajita tacos. Over rice. Or yeah, fajita bowl. <laughs> I was thinking tortilla chips because I do have some of those and some salsa left over mm. from all the tomatoes that I have. So yeah, some sort. I feel like Mexicans so forgiving. It's like yes, some rice and salsa and meat and veggies. It's a fajita pizza. You just yeah. need some sort of carb. <laughs> yeah, totally fine. What are you having? Um, we're having cheeseburger pie and crispy oven fries cooked oh. in some nice real lard that I found. I'm excited about that. 
And then probably a salad or green beans. I don't really know. Whatever I have energy for. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I was given a bunch of lard when um, a person in our church, um, they slaughter their own pigs. Mm -hmm. And um, they gave us, this was a really huge blessing, but they gave us like a third of a hog, I think. Oh, that's awesome. So we got like bacon and sausage and pork chops and a ham Mm. and ham steaks and a bunch of lard. And I just stuck it in the fridge because I hadn't got the prairie cookbook yet. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that'll be our our little plug. You should get. So you still have no Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. I still have the lard. I still have the lard, oh, but yeah. whenever I first got it, I didn't really know as much what to do with it until I got. Okay. I know. I mean, I put it in my green beans, but that was about mm-hmm. it. Um, Did you use it in your pie crust the other day? Hmm, no, that wait. No, I didn't. Okay. I should. Sorry, this is this is random because I just used Crisco. I was going to say I've used Crisco for the last few years, but Brian said the other day he's like, you should just try the lard and see if it makes a difference. Yeah. I I doubt it will make a difference, and it's just a yeah healthier fat. So yeah, I'm gonna try it. Not? That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. Hey, what's the official name of that Prairie Cookbook? Because we should say it. I think it's called the Homestead Prairie Cookbook. Okay. Right. I think yes. So. I think it's a Homestead Prairie Cookbook. It's. So good. It both is really of us good. are wanting it for Christmas. We checked it out from both of us checked it out from the library, and I renewed it like three times. I, yeah, everything and then I, I have you send me pictures awesome. of what I need. Yeah, I know. I know the sourdough brownies. So, so good. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yes, they were good. Yeah. Did you make the? I made the honey caramel corn. Oh no, I didn't. Was it? Oh, good? Was it hard? It, I thought it was good. No, it wasn't hard at all. Oh, we okay. really like caramel corn, but Brian is kind of a letdown for Brian. Oh really? But I loved it. And I, I, I guess if you just go into it thinking this isn't caramel corn, but it's going to be a sweet treat, then yeah. you're fine. But yeah. Yeah. But that sounds good. I Halloween's coming up. I should try to do that for Halloween. I want mm-hmm. to do like a popcorn ball with that recipe yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, how to not hate Sunday mornings. Um, I feel like we probably both have some funny stories from the field. Do you have a story about, like a crazy Sunday morning? This was one of the reasons why Sundays <laughs> have a bad rap. I just... The one you told me the other day was pretty fantastic. Which one was that? The quinoa. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was 40 weeks pregnant with child number two, and it was Easter Sunday. <laughs> and I think it was, it was maybe... Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, I think it was Brian's first Sunday as the lead. I mean, not first Sunday, his first Easter as a lead pastor. So of course it's like, you're not sure how many people they're going to be. You're anticipating yeah. a lot, all that stuff. And I just was unsure. Uh Oh, can you hear that? Okay. What is it? Good. It was my alarm. I don't know what it was for, but oh. <laughs> anyways, so I was, we were lived in a little tiny condo and I was just like rushing out the door with Ari and huge and pregnant and not sure. I was like, am I going to go into labor? I just don't know. Am I coming home after church? And you were overdue, right? Weren't you overdue? Yes, with Ari, it was overdue. So with Ira, I was thinking I could possibly be overdue again. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know what was normal for my body, which 42 weeks is normal for my body. Anyways, um, yeah, so as I went to shut the door, I – our condo was small enough that it like sucked all the air out with the door, you know, and that happens yes. sometimes. And uh, let's see, what was it? 
was it the eight? I can't remember if they're the eight car, eight quart or the four quart mason jars, but the really tall mason jars, one of those full of quinoa, completely full, <laughs> fell off the top of the fridge as I was walking out the door. And I, I mean, glass and quinoa everywhere. Oh and I gosh. just thought, I just don't know what to do. I have to get to church. I'm huge. I can't stop and vacuum this all up. And either I'm going to come back from the hospital with a newborn and clean it up, or I'm going to clean it up tonight. I don't know. <laughs> so I left it. That's awesome. And yeah, it just seems like crazy things always happen. The weirdest things yes. happen on the Sunday mornings yeah. for sure. So. Oh my gosh. That's a good one. Do you have uh, any weird ones like that? Well, the one I told you the other day was, um, and I mean, it wasn't like a crazy thing that happened. It was just during church. Uh, Valor was a newborn and um, I was holding him just like, upright with his head kind of, you know, on my shoulder Mm -hmm. and going around talking to people, chit-chatting in the foyer and then was about to walk in because service was starting and I was walking in and luckily a very sweet friend ran up behind me and was like, oh, Jordan, he just spit, he just spit up down your back. And I'm like, oh, oh. so literally just like (laughs) newborn baby spit up that just feels like cups and cups of white liquid, (laughs) straight up breast milk, curdled breast milk is what it smells like all down my back, in my hair, everything. So yeah. (sighs) And then what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Other than put your hair up and just laugh. That's about all you do. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's plenty of things that make Sundays hard. I remember <clears throat> whenever Christchurch first started, we were meeting at a Baptist Collegiate Ministries building on campus. And it was such a huge blessing. We got to meet there for free. Um, but we had to set up and tear down every day. Or every mm, yeah, Sunday, that's yeah. hard. Um, so we would get there at like 8 a.m. at the latest. And we would put up all the chairs and they did all the sound equipment. We would like set up the two kids rooms, just a lot of work. And, um, Ransom was like a year and a half at that time. And he just wouldn't go into the kids rooms during start. He was just like at that stage where he just would scream and cry. And (laughs) the kids rooms were like right connected to the sanctuary. And, all of the men in Sparks home are blessed with an extremely loud voice. Like (laughs) they just have that voice that carries like it. When we're at a really congested playground, I'm never wondering where ransom is because I always hear him. He's like, just has the loudest voice always, no matter where we are. So in saying that, whenever I would try to put him in the baby room during the sermon, he would literally be louder than Jared screaming. Oh, awkward. (laughs) While Jared was trying to preach. And it was just like, if this was like a different scenario where the kid's room was somewhere off, I probably Mm -hmm. could have like left him to try to get used to it. And he probably would have got used to it and have been fine. But it was like, this is so disruptive. There's no way that I can leave him in there. So our church does a family integrated model with childcare. So there's plenty of families that have their kids out with them, but mm-hmm. at a year and a half, that's just like a tricky age because they don't, oh my it's gosh, really yes. hard to make them <laughs> still. Yeah. Um, so it, I just remember so many days when we were first starting Christ church where it was just like the, I've been here since 8am. I'm wrestling a one year old in my lap all during service, trying to get them to sit still. And then we're here afterwards and like afterwards in our teardown, it was like a mad dash to like get it all into tiny closets, play Tetris with the totes 
and just hope for the best. And you're like trying to do all this with tiny people running around and it, it just can be hard. Like, yeah, there's no way around stating that that can be difficult and exhausting, like physically exhausting. Just yeah. like, oh yeah, carrying and picking up mm-hmm. for and wrestling for so long. Um, I feel like a lot of Sundays I leave church with an exhale of like, whew, okay, did it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And just feeling like that was really tiring. Um, Have you come up with any tips and tricks? Yeah. So to not. Yeah. hate it or to not feel so <laughs> tired. I mean, tired is normal and it's not yeah. always bad. And we've talked about that yep. too, but yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on thing. It, and I making think, it maintainable and not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, just the realization that just because something is difficult doesn't mm-hmm. mean it should be avoided or that yeah. it's not profitable. And um, that's something that I feel like I've learned definitely just in the past few years of life. I don't know. I think it's a natural tendency, especially in our country, to avoid things that are difficult because mm-hmm. we are very fortunate. Like a lot of things are convenient for us. So whenever we're faced with something difficult, it's our natural tendency to want to avoid it. But Mm -hmm. when we think about weighing out the benefits with the difficulties, we should always Mm -hmm. (laughs) consider with a Sunday morning that this is a supernatural event that's happening. Yep. 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 Um, So I think mindset is huge. Um, And for me, it's, uh, I talked to you about this this week, just being incredibly vigilant over my heart and my attitude. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I quickly can be like, this is terrible and just like dread it almost. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is wrong and sinful on my part. And that is viewing myself higher than the work that God could do on a Sunday morning. Yeah. In my heart and in the heart of people around me and not seeing it as, as profitable as God says it is. Yeah. And so I'm thinking of the verse to not neglect together the gathering of the saints. Oh yeah. And we can neglect it by not going. Um, We can also neglect it by being checked out while we're there. And I don't want to do that uh, just because I'm tired. And yeah, this past week at our church was just a really good reminder for me because um, I have a tendency, like this has been a struggle for me throughout our ministry, um, just battling the thought that things happen in our church because of me, like whether it be positive or negative, that I could somehow make a positive thing happen if I like create the right atmosphere for it, which Mm -hmm. is totally prideful and wrong. And yeah, and like, it's totally wrong, but it's just a temptation for me to think like, okay, if I make sure that everything's set up right, the bathrooms are clean, mm-hmm. like everybody's being hospitable to new, new people. And that like, that that somehow is the supernatural na- nature of a Sunday morning mm-hmm. instead of God is here and at work and it has nothing to do with me and nothing to do with how comfortable I've made this experience for others. Yeah. Um, So, uh, this Sunday morning was very encouraging for me because the air went out at our building and as, Uh as previously mentioned, it's been a little warm in Southern Illinois this September, October. So this Sunday morning, um, we got there and it's like, man, it's really hot in here. And then, you know, 
it's really hot in here. And then uh, <laughs> as people start coming and you like cram about a hundred bodies into a small oh, church. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it ended up being like 83 degrees and in a, oh. in a room with no air movement, it's just like, and, and holding a child with you, it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to suffocate or have a panic attack. Like it's so hot. Um, so anyway, it was extremely hot and uncomfortable. Not, not the, not the picture that you would paint for like a serene moment with Lord, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and at the end of service and I had been in and out with Valor, who's our youngest. And at the end of service, Jared just said, you know, you know, with every eye open, is there anyone here today that feels like they want to repent of their sins and trust in Jesus? And this girl raised her hand straight up and oh, that's was, cool. And it was just so encouraging because like yep. it was a Sunday that I had a bad attitude and mm -hmm. and was hot and cranky <laughs> and like ready to get out of there, ready to get the air conditioner on. And God was at work. And yeah. it had nothing cool. to do with me being hospitable or anything like that. Yeah. But it was supernatural things are happening in our midst. Mm -hmm. And if mm -hmm. our eyes are open to that, then we can be grateful even if our children are cranky and fussy and mm -hmm. we're exhausted or the heat or the air is out or whatever it may be. Um, I actually think that I've been able to see and appreciate God work more over the years as I've been just, I've had to be more and more hands off as we've had more kids in different seasons because I can, it isn't tied to me. I'm not tying yeah. it to me. I'm not boasting in myself at yeah. all. And it's cool. It's like, God is literally just doing this because, because he is the one that's going to preserve his church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. He will build his church and the gates of hell, hell will not prevail against it. Like that is incredible. That is it. This is built on Christ, the rock. This mm -hmm. is not built on the fussy pastor's wife. Like <laughs> this is built on Christ, the rock. Oh. What a firm foundation that we can stand on on a Sunday morning that we can go and worship him. Um, no matter what the morning has been like for us. And yeah. if, if we're vigilant and if we guard our heart against temptation, um, to have a bad attitude, then we get to see yeah. that and we yeah. get to be encouraged and what a privilege it is that we get to mm -hmm. be the wife of the guy who's standing at the front, even though yeah. it may be hard for us on a Sunday morning, what a privilege yeah. and honor it is that we get a front row seat for this. Yeah. I think sometimes one of the biggest, one of the things I can do to help myself not feel as tempted to do that is really starting on Saturday, yes. the day before. Yes. And that's, that can be really hard and a lot of work. And it really feels like my entire week orbits around Saturday and Sunday, but I don't necessarily think that's wrong. But I feel like when I'm more diligent to have all my ducks in a row on Saturday, then my Sunday morning heart is more at peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I am more equipped to serve. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I was going to talk about. Do you guys like lay out clothes or anything on Saturday nights? Sometimes we do that. Yeah. I have something on my Saturday index card. What is this today? Friday. Yeah. So I just made my index card for tomorrow. Every okay. single Ex Saturday. Explain me what you mean by Saturday index card. Okay. So <laughs> you I breezed have... past that. Like everyone has a Saturday <laughs> index card. I have like, I have like a weekly dashboard that has all of my things I need to get to daily and in that week specifically. And then every night I make a daily index card just for the next day's tasks. So 
Um, so my Saturday one always includes getting bags ready, getting clothes ironed, and then getting breakfast made mm-hmm. Saturday night. So Sunday, um, cause we too, we have Sunday school early. We're at church the latest, usually eight fifteen at the latest. Um, and we're there until, I don't know, noon or later. And then we usually, we have Sunday feasts at our house. So, um, then I have people coming over in a few hours after we get home. So I just, I really have to be on top of things on Saturday means we don't like we've had to tell extended family, even sometimes like Saturdays are really hard for us to be able to get places because, um, Sunday is game day basically. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah, and I, and I can get, I can get frustrated about it and I can start to feel like, woe is me. And, and it's the, you know, Sunday morning, Brian gets up at like five, which Mm -hmm. is, he never is up that early. And so I'm up early and then all the kids are up at five because Mm -hmm. daddy's walking out the door. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, it really, it does help to get like all of those little details taken care of the night before. Mm -hmm. It's just, and I didn't used to do that, but I just think again, with more people to take care of and to get to church, it's just more helpful. Yeah. So you said you prepare breakfast on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. What do you you make Mm -hmm. for breakfast sometimes? (sighs) Um, I try to do like a one, not one pot. It's almost, I guess it's kind of like a one pot breakfast. We do a lot of oatmeal, to be honest, a lot of Mm -hmm. baked oatmeal, but I'll do, um, I'll do like either my favorite has been the butterscotch oatmeal a lot lately, or I have a chocolate chip cookie baked oatmeal I've been doing a lot lately, um, or one that has tons of yogurt and eggs and milk in it, just so there's more protein, because then that's all also hard like figuring out how to feed and snack people at church it's yeah. very very mm-hmm. hard yeah so oh, and- i still gotta try that grits casserole you sent me oh that yeah it's so good yeah i gotta try that one i always i always do the that ha- have you done that hash brown one that i sent you it's like hash browns no, egg no i sausage. haven't done that yet Mm-mm, i need to oh my goodness, it's really easy i make that one pretty much like weekly around here and we just eat it all week long actually maybe i'll make that tomorrow night i don't have i'm yeah. kind of burnt out on the oatmeal but mm-hmm. that's a good one a lot of protein yeah. in that one. Um, yeah. We've uh, also done Taco Bell, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Taco Bell sounds really good this morning. Yeah. We're going to go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, what other tips do you have for Sunday mornings? Um, I guess something that's that I've just had to grow to be okay with for me personally is that Sunday morning is not for me. Um, we t- do have like family integrated model and I've just had to be okay with some seasons. I'm not going to be in church very much. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know if maybe this is a personality thing with Brian or just different dynamics of our church. He like after service, he's not often able to help me with the kids at all. So, um, I just don't really get to see friends and talk and chit chat on Sundays very often. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> I've had multiple times where my children are found out in the street <laughs> because I can't find them because I stopped and had to talk to someone. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. So that's just been hard, but it's also been good for me to like, it helps me want to create other avenues of fellowship throughout the week since yeah. I don't necessarily get that yeah. as much mm-hmm. on Sundays. Mm-hmm. But also that's just something that I've had to realize I am the only one 
on Sundays who can take care of the pastor's kids <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not to begrudge that, but to do yeah. that cheerfully. And yeah. so that they don't feel like they're a burden at church yeah. because I don't mm-hmm. want them to feel that right. way either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of more like, okay, service is over. Put my sunglasses on and we're going to walk out the door yeah. before mm-hmm. anyone disobeys yeah. or we yes. lose you in the street. <laughs> yes. Because why is it that uh, like, um, Jared will say like the very last thing and instantly, especially my kids, but lots of kids instantly start running. Like it's yeah. over. Everybody take off. Okay. And Brian keeps what he calls pulpit candy in his pulpit for all the little kids. Oh. So it's like even more of a, they just jet to the of the sanctuary. Get the candy. Get the man with the yeah. candy. So it's, That's it's funny. Um, funny. It makes me feel good that your kids have ran into the street because I completely lost Ransom <laughs> one time. And he was little. He was probably like two. And I could not – I seriously was like – it was to the point of running and yelling his name that lost. Yes. I could not find him. And he was yeah. um, in the women's bathroom, hiding in the women's <laughs> bathroom. So, yeah. Yeah. There, there are those times. <laughs> and that is okay. <laughs> Yeah. You just have to kind of look crazy. I, some people will give me a hard time and be like, is that one of the pastor's kids? And I just have to, I have to remain calm and be like, you know what? It's okay. Uh, yeah. Because this isn't about me. Yes. This is not at all yeah. about me. There's so. always those little comments like it's always the pastor's kid. And people say it like in a laughing way, like they know that it's yeah. the funny stereotype, but still those words can sometimes be like, I know, I know. we're trying our best here. I have 17 beverages in my bag. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, okay. I have to carry two bags to church. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a friend who needed to pick one up for me one day and she was like, Oh my gosh, what are you keeping here? And I'm like, this is my arsenal for half of Sunday. the day's work. <laughs> of goods. That's what's kept in here. Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah. So final word of encouragement to a pastor's wife. That's feeling like, dang it. Sunday's coming up again. Are you telling me to give one? Yep. Can you see me or hear me? All right, so I lost Lexi, so I'll give you the final word of encouragement. This is about Jesus. So on Sunday mornings, let's remember Christ Jesus, um, who was slain for our sins, who was purchased by his blood, and who we live to glorify. So on Sunday mornings, let's be reminded that this is the Lord's day. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So be cheerful, be glad, and glorify him. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of The Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started The Shepherd's Crook for Wives. Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.